Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate the zealous nature of law enforcement to use deadly force. And to keep things simple, we're going to frame this around the most recent shooting by the police in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, tell us more about that. So, just to, to keep things short, you had uh, a couple living in an apartment with uh, another individual living in an adjacent apartment. They were playing uh, Crash Bandicoot, which is a video game, and they were having uh, a fun time doing it to the point where they were being a little bit rowdy, you know, and, and the neighbor was able to hear some of those noises, you know, little bursts of excitement. And so the neighbor, this has happened more than once, and, and he wasn't too happy with the whole situation. So he called the police and claimed that he was hearing uh, indications of domestic violence as opposed to just uh, a noise complaint in order to get the police there faster and, and handle the, the situation in a you know, more permanent fashion. So the, the call was made, the police arrived, it was two officers, they stood on either side of the front door, they banged on the door, uh, they did not say police. I watched the video a couple times, I didn't hear them identify themselves. So the people that were in the apartment, it was one man, one woman, boyfriend, girlfriend, the boyfriend answered the door, he had a pistol behind his back and he opened the door to see who it was. So when he opens the door, you have, uh, he's, he's able to see one of the two police officers because they're on opposite sides of the, of the doorway. And the one that he sees, uh, sees that he has his hand behind his back and starts yelling at him. So he immediately, you know, puts up the free hand as if to say, you know, I'm surrendering and starts kneeling down and is preparing to, to put his other arm out to drop the gun. Uh, before he had the opportunity to even reach the ground to, to kneel, the first officer shot him, and then the, the other officer, uh, queuing off of what's occurring with the first one, opens fire as well. So, so this individual took somewhere around 10 shots front and back in, in a span of one or two seconds before he had an opportunity to surrender to the police or, or do anything. So, yeah. They were a little too quick to, to pull the trigger in that situation. No, I mean, I don't think so. It's We say too quick, but we really don't know that. Now, from what they they say, I'd have to go and rewatch the video, but they said that they did announce themselves as police officers. They did, but I don't hear it. So they said they announced themselves as police officers, and then he came and opened the door. Right now, they're going in from a neighbor that called, as you said, mm -hmm. and complained that he's, see, he's hearing domestic violence, right? So he's hearing domestic violence. Sounds like someone's assaulting someone in that house. So they're now geared up and coming in. That's, that's the situation they're coming into. They think that there's a violent person on the scene. They knock and announce themselves as police officer. This guy comes out, as you said, you have the camera on both sides. Guy comes out with his firearm. Right, so now door open, guy's got his hand behind his back, firearm, right? You have one police on one side, one on the other side. Looks like he's reaching. The, these guys, they don't have five, six, seven seconds, 20 seconds to think about this. The person came out with a gun and they reacted. Now, so a few things here, right? Number one, they, they do have seconds to think about it because as a police officer, you're being paid to take the risk to preserve 
regular citizen's life, which means you don't get to just open up fire the moment you feel a little bit scared or endangered. That's not the way it works. Listen, I'm sorry. There's a gun in this case. It's not a little scared or anything. They announce themselves as police. I'm getting to that point. Okay. I'm getting to that point. Yeah. Right? So you're not, you're not allowed to just open up fire just because you feel like you're in a little bit of danger. You already agreed by becoming a police officer to take the, the, the danger to be able to preserve the, the average citizen's life. That means that you're not going to be the fastest on the draw at all times. So you might have to take a hit. That's why you're wearing a bulletproof vest. That's why you have a partner. So you're not supposed to just open up fire just because you're like, oh, oh, oh no, danger, bang. No, that's not the way it works. So number two, uh, oh, well, he had a firearm, so it's a completely different situation. No, that's not at all correct. Number one, police carry guns too. So I'm supposed to just open up fire because I see a police walking next to me who happens to have a gun in his hip? His hip? No, that's not how it works. You're supposed to analyze the situation accordingly. So this person has a gun, the police have guns. Okay, you're in America. He has a right to own a gun. Remember, you are encroaching upon his territory. It's not that he walked up to you in your squad car with a gun pointed at you. You came to his house and banged on his door. Now, even if you're going to say that he said police, which I, don't, I didn't hear it at all in the video, and there's two, two recordings, and neither one picked up the, the word police, but it sure picked up the knocking perfectly. So even if he said police, so what? You're telling me a criminal is not going to bang on your door at four in the morning and say, police. Listen, at the end of the day, the door has a peephole. He can look through it and see two police officers. I'm glad you said that because guess that. what? The police weren't standing in front of his door. So They went into full swap mode and they stood to the left of the door and to the right of the door where the peephole does not view them. So at the end of the day, he should have just announced or not gone out initially, but ultimately... He could have played a part in saving his own life. I mean, there is a gun in this situation. He opens, he walks out with his gun, and they thought, I mean, it's, it's great us all saying that the police should be willing to take a shot, but you know what? When, you, when it comes down to it, you're at the door. This person, your bulletproof vest, is going to stop this guy from shooting you in the neck or in the face. I mean, no, that's not a thing at all. He already had his hand on the gun. He came out, doors, door open, gun in his hand. I mean, they reacted. Personally, they reacted poorly for multiple reasons. Not only the fact that, that it, it has nothing to do with the cop being willing to take the bullet. It has nothing to do with that. He's expected to. That's his job. That's why we pay him no. the hazard fee. Hold on. Okay. And then, yeah. then just because he, he has the gun in his hand doesn't mean anything either. And I'll tell you why. Because when somebody already has the gun in their hand, they have the advantage. So the officer reaching for his gun just... It makes it even more likely that he's going to get shot and killed because now he's going to probably be shot from an innocent situation or a malicious situation because if it's an innocent situation and somebody has a gun in their hand and they see you reaching for a gun to, to shoot me, then yeah, of course, the other person is, is going to pull out their gun because they already have it readily available and shoot you first. The whole reason the cop wasn't shot was because the person had no intention of shooting the officer Listen, in the first place. That's a great scene from a chair here talking about it. The truth is when you're in that situation, the cops in the situation, both of them are there. You own the you own the door. At the end of the day, both people, you have a right to life, so does the officer. Everyone in this country, regardless of expectation, everyone in this country has a right to life. And so the officer ex ex accepted in order to get this position 
slightly more risk of his and life. He absolutely expected slightly more risk. That doesn't mean he's going to stand there and let the guy shoot him. It means, hey, here's the thing. Ultimately... But the guy wasn't trying to shoot yeah, him. That's the problem. Ultimately, you open the door. If it looks like you were going to do that, if his hand, as, as they nicely put it, when they pull over someone in the car and end up shooting Castile or anybody, oh, he had a wide reach while he was going for his wallet and that caused him to fear for his life when he was nowhere near the gun. This person actually had the weapon. Now, if you're saying to me that they were reaching for a weapon, okay, I can see, yo, why did you shoot him while he was reaching? But if the gun's already in his hand and I don't... On the video, did it look like he's going to pull the gun forward, backwards? We don't know what they were doing. No, he wasn't trying to pull it forward at all. And in fact, it's, it's funny that you say that, right? I think you have it backwards. When they're reaching for something, that's when you, you want to react a little bit faster. When they already have it in their hand and they don't know who you are and it's, it's their own home and they're answering the front door and you didn't identify yourself, then it doesn't matter. They, they have it on them. Okay, so what? They're, they're not showing you any signs of intention to, to harm you. They simply answered the door holding uh, the same tool that you carry around all day long doing your job. Well, you know what? Ultimately, they said police, you opened the door with a firearm, you had a firearm in your hand, perception, they thought their life was in danger. They saw you as a threat because the person that called it in announced you as a threat, as a violent offender. So, yes, all of that culminated in the event that happened and yes. it's a sad and event. I'm tired I'm tired of, of them using all these things as excuses but it is what because it is. maybe maybe one of the fixes for this then is that we should hold people accountable when they're calling in 911 calls and claiming something's happening that isn't happening maybe that's the solution for so it. yes I'm okay with that that's fine we'll we'll agree on that point that's nothing to do with this argument anyways but yes. yeah totally but I don't find at this whole this situation, I don't find this excessive or this horrible to see or to picture. How could this happen? In this case, we have two armed people, one, one seeing the other as a perceived threat. Yes, and I'm tired of, people, uh, I'm tired of police officers using this as an excuse. It, if you're supposed to be the, the trained expert in this situation, and on top of that, you're also supposed to take greater risk in order to preserve the, the other people's life meaning you're putting your life in danger to not immediately murder the other person uh, on the off chance that they might try to murder you, then no, th this excuse falls flat. You cannot be the professional who's trained to recognize everything and, and react properly and be told that you have to have you know a slight delay in your reaction because you can't just come up to a scene and start murdering everybody there because you know they, any of them could pull a gun on you at any moment and, and kill everybody at the scene. No, you're being paid and trained in order to take that risk to first assess the situation before you open fire. So when, when you're standing on opposite sides of the door, you're banging on this guy's door in the middle of the night, it's his property. You're the stranger, it's not him. You already know yes. who you're going to go meet. And, yes. and he answers his door and he happens to have something for self-defense behind his back, which you know in America people have, then your immediate reaction is not to unholster your weapon and at the same time as yelling at him, pull the trigger. Did they unholster or did they already have the weapons in their hands? They unholstered. Okay, just, just wanted to confirm that I make sure we got that right. So there was enough time for him to drop the weapon, hands behind his back and go down? No. Because he was trying to do that and he got shot on his way down. That's how fast they shot him. No, here's the thing. At the end of the day, there's a lot of ways that this situation 
could have ended a lot better. Right? So two people said they were police, they come and they bang on your door. Maybe. Now, they didn't let's say, say they did that. They go by the statement or the video, whatever, jury can decide on yeah, that. Yeah, I prefer own. the video, right? but okay, whatever. But ultimately, let's say they said they were police. He can simply go to the door and say, hey, let me see a badge. Right? Try a communication before even opening the door. If they shot through the door when he tried communicating with them, that's a completely different situation altogether. And look now, at if it. they show a badge, if they show a badge, then he can put his gun down and say, I'm coming out and go with his hands ah, up. Ah, but you see, that's kind of the scenario that played out there because the badge was seen after he opened up the door. As soon as he saw the badge, he, he put up his hand, he started to kneel, and he was going to drop the gun on the ground. But halfway, his knees weren't even bent halfway, and he already had I mean, 10 bullets I in mean, him. I mean, I feel that. That's a horrible situation from the sound of it. But ultimately, that's what I'm saying. In terms to prevent this from happening, because even if we're saying a cop should be expected to put more danger, put himself in more danger, they did. They went to the house, they banged on the door, where there was a threat inside. That's what they were told. That's what they showed up to. Now, they banged on the door at everybody's responsible for their security as much as possible. In my case, you know what? If I'm getting pulled over, one's banging on my door, I'll, of course, ask him to show me identification from the door. If he shoots through the door, I mean, seriously, that's, that's the best I could do, right? At least I made an effort for it. At the end of the day, after that, I'll be like, okay, I'm opening the door, my hands are up, and then I'll open the door, and I'll unlock the door, I'll have my hands up and my knees, they come in, they do whatever they want to do, and then move along. At the end of the day, if I'm alive, I can get a lawyer and sue them. If well, I'm dead, nothing I can do. There they, are many ways in, you in, can do that. If they come in and you're on your knees and whatever, they're going to shoot you anyways. If they do that, ultimately, and this video of theirs, because they had, in this case, they had their cameras and everything on. It's not a convenient, all oh, body cameras were missing, battery was oh, dead, how service didn't work, yeah, nothing but, like that. But how convenient that they have the body cams... That recorded every but, single sound but police. Listen, here's the thing. I get what you're saying on that front. I'm going to say they said it because that's what it says in the paper. You're going to say they didn't because you didn't hear it. Sure, we can we can disagree on that. That has nothing to do with the argument right yeah, now. Yeah, police lie all the time on their reports. People lie all the time, I'm sure. Absolutely. But we're, we're not going to jump into the line of people. I'm saying ultimately, given the situation, if we look on this exact same situation, and I asked to see the ID. They've got the recording, them showing the ID. I say all of that, they open the door, I'm already on my knees, hand behind my head, and then they shoot me. That's assassination style. They don't have a leg to stand on. There's no, but they there's still no get reason away with for it. fear. There's no reason for anything like that. I'm already on the floor. If that, if that happens, then I hope that those cops at least get charged with manslaughter or something. They won't get charged. I can hope. Ultimately, and if not, I can hope that people go out there and protest. Every race, every gender go out and protest that. Because ultimately, I can see that situation. But in this case where, you know, he came out with a firearm, I can understand the fear for life. I do understand it. Because ultimately, it's, it's no different than me saying, hey, you're coming out towards me and you have a gun in your hand. I don't know how I'm going to react. I'd like to say, I'd go, hey, stop. And, and hopefully you put it down and, and we will I'll tell you exactly there. how you but should react and how you will react. If you're at your house and someone walks onto your property and they're holding a gun behind their back, then it's a little bit of an iffy situation. And that's what, what cops are, right? When they come onto your property, they have a gun right on their hip. It's okay. a little bit of yeah. an iffy situation. But if you're going to someone else's house at four in the morning and you're yep. banging on the door... And they're kind enough to answer the door, and they just happen to have a backup plan by having a gun behind their back. 
You tell them whatever it is that you want. Oh, hey, sorry, sir, my, my car broke down. You know, can you do me a favor and call a, a, a tow truck or something, and, and I'll just wait over there. You know, I'm, I'm not causing any trouble or anything. I just, I'm just, you know, having a bad situation here. And it's yep. like, okay, sir, sure, no problem. That's how you handle the guy that, with that the gun could behind be, his back. But ultimately, and realistically speaking, two gun owners in this case, I go to the door or whatever. Let's say I've got a friend in the house or whatever. I bang on the door. Somebody else comes out and they have their gun in their hand and I can see them. And it looks like they're bringing the gun around. I can see someone reacting to that if they have a firearm and trying to put the threat down to save themselves. I'm saying that a reaction when there's two guns in, the, in play, that reaction might happen. Well, the two guns were the cops. The, the homeowner was one gun. Yes, he had one gun, and the person... In this example, I'm just saying, I'm using your example, where one person comes in, we're not even talking about cops right now, and the other person opened the door, and they have a gun, and it looks like they're pulling. I can see if the person asking for a favor or whatever sees another person reaching with a gun, pulling it around to them, that they may hesitate under the same fire. Well, that could happen. You added a whole bunch of stuff to that scenario. So... Pulling the gun out from behind their back and trying to point it at you is, is completely different. And in all honesty, you're not a fast enough draw. You're, you're, hey, you're going to get hit. I, I get what you're saying. It's so, not about, I'm just saying, the person that's going to the door may be a world record person with, in terms of draw. No, Jerry, Jerry Michalik is. is not knocking on your door at 4 o'clock in the morning. Let's say it was him no. and you're reaching around. Maybe he would pull and protect himself quicker. That's all I'm saying. That the reaction might happen when people are in fear of their life. It's just when you're in fear of your life, people react. But the officers were not in fear of their lives. They wanted to murder the person. Why did and they, they want to used, murder him? And they used this as I don't an think they wanted to murder him. Their, their lives are completely destroyed. No, no, I'll, right tell, now. You, I'll tell you the question. They're going to get fired right now. And with the no, no, what no, kind of situation we're in right now. They're not going to get anything. They're not going to get anything. Look, look, it goes like this, right? They started off as little kids playing uh, cops and robbers. And then, you know, they grew up and, and he was watching all sorts of superhero shows and, and detective shows and everything. And then, uh, you know, he, he grew up a little bit more and he realized that, that he was more on the side of wanting to be the murderer, but he didn't like the idea of, of going to jail or anything like that. So he thought long and hard about how he could be uh, a you know, law-abiding murderer. So as a result, he went ahead and joined law enforcement because they murder people all the time and they get away with it. So now, as a law enforcement officer, the two of them, the pair went to this person's house at four in the morning knowing that they're the strangers, this person is, is the, the resident at, at this location. They're banging on the door, they don't say police, they're hiding on, on either side of the door, so already giving more pause to the, to the resident that something suspicious is going on because normally when somebody knocks on your door, you can see them right through the peephole, but you don't see anybody. But you heard that. So you have the gun behind your back. You want to go outside to investigate just to see, you know, is, is somebody, you know, like on, crawling on the ground in trouble and they need my help? Or, or is it that, you know, somebody's trying to vandalize my property or whatever? So you, you have the gun just to protect yourself in case something like that is, is happening. You, you open the door just to take a look and, oh, it's a police officer. I can see the, the outfit and the badge. So, okay, I immediately put on a scared face. I throw up my free hand to say I'm surrendering. And with my other hand, I'm beginning to drop the gun at the same time as kneeling. I don't even get five degrees worth of knee bend before I have ten bullets in my body. I mean, that's a fancy story you make, fantastical and everything. But it's just not true. And you know what? I'll even give you... We have a video. I'll give you a pass We have two and videos. Maybe there are... 
people that grow up and say they want to legally kill people because and then they think that being a police officer will make that happen. Let's say I buy that nonsense. That you're that, that Let's say often. I buy that nonsense. Then, sure, that doesn't mean these two people are that. The truth is, at the end of the day, that same guy that there's a bang on your door, you don't know if it's a police, it's four in the morning, you don't know if it's the police, you, you don't open the door. Where are you opening the door? Call the cops. Pick up the phone, call 911, ask for identification. You could do anything, but if you are suspicious that the people outside are not police and your first action is to open the door when you can't see anybody, no, that makes no sense. If that was an actual murderer and you're opening the door where you can't see him, then that would have been a murder that shot you in the face right there. And you would have, I mean, so, wh so where now, are you going with that? So now remember, tactically speaking, then of course, yeah, you, you don't you don't walk into an unknown dangerous situation. Exactly. Hold on, hold on. That's fine. But I don't expect your average homeowner to be a tactician. And number two, the the the, the aspect of um, of opening the door to police is one that I always advocate. Don't do. I don't disagree with the, you. The police are murderers. They're not your friends. They act irrationally, and they're going to jump at the chance to shoot you. So when, when police are called and you are lucky enough to have a barrier between you and them, you don't open the barrier. You retreat further into your residence and you call to see what's going on. Now, if they tell you that, you know, it's a legitimate police situation, you need to submit to them, whatever, you tell them, I'm willing to submit to, to the police, but not to just these two individuals that you sent to my residence. They're acting strangely, they're trying to kill me, so what I want you to do is send over a supervisor with at least four more police and video cameras and everything, and once my house is fully lit in, in lights and everything, everybody stand back, you will see the door slowly swing open, you will see my hands peer out through the doorway first, and then the rest of me, and then if you murder me, at least it'll be on camera and you can all get in trouble. And that's the only way that I will surrender. And there you go, that's a perfect thing to do. It sounds to me like you're reasonable and trying to survive the situation because you don't know at four, listen, at four, this is why I, I completely say, I'm, I fully believe that if someone calls in something that they're hearing, domestic abuse or anything, or say, hey, there's this, there's this criminal outside and they make a false report to that extent, they should be held accountable because them saying that it was domestic abuse. And I mean, I've heard that part of the recording where he's like, hey, if I say, yeah, you'll get them over here faster, right? That, that to me sounds like the initial problem. Now, at the end of the day, these, that's part these of it, but police that officers were on guard. And if I'm no, going... No, that's part of it, but it doesn't give them license to just murder innocent listen, people. Listen, I don't think they have just blind license to do it. And I don't think they, they believe they have just blind license. Oh, they believe it already. Right. No, in this case... I can see why... In this case, you mean the guy with in, the 10 bullet holes? Exactly. In this case, I can see why, from the perspective of them, him opening the door and coming out with a firearm in his hand, I can see why that happened. I can see why. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it should have happened. It should not have happened. And I do not think that he was a threat to them at all. You're right. In that video, you can see him going down, one hand already up in the air, the other hand putting it down. You can see it. There's no question on that. The fact that they were threatened in that in the beginning and one thought that his partner was in, in danger or whatever their excuses are, whatever their story is. I can see that fear. I can at least the situation could show why they would have that fear. There is a 
enough reason for me to think that that is genuine. They felt that fear. Now, that said, is it still, do I think it's a, it's a situation where they get off scot-free? No, I don't think so. But do I think it was murder? No. Yes, it was, it was premeditated was not murder. murder. It wasn't premeditated. Yes. It was not murder. At the very worst, you could say, since the guy wasn't a threat in the end, you could say manslaughter. After how many of those 10 bullets do you think the guy was no longer a threat? To Listen, the now here's the thing. At the end of the day, we've seen that panic. That, those 10 bullets actually show actually go, goes to their favor of fear of their lives. Because when you're in fear of your life, you don't act reasonably. When you're in fear of your life, who knows how you're going to act. So if you definitely they've perceive... Shown, they've shown in shootings where you're in fear of your life, you empty the magazine, exactly. and you're moving around a lot. The police exactly. officer didn't even move a muscle. He only shot four. The, only, the other one only shot six. Yo, you know what? Maybe only four connected. They might have emptied the magazine. No, no. It was, they connected with every single shot because it was like shooting fish in a barrel. You have a target that is not trying to attack or run. Then they could have shot him once each. That goes to show they were fearing. And then they saw him go down and they're like, yo. They were, fearing, they were fearing that with one shot, he would have still survived. And then told his, his and account. And then returned the fire. No, not right. return fire. I mean, he was never intending to return fire. At the end of the day, listen, the video already shows the whole story. And, and returning and fire makes sense, it. right? Because he would just be defending yeah. himself against the police. At the end of the day, you can the video shows the story. And they are, the police department's getting sued and they the family wants them in prison and they're going to have to defend themselves in a court they of law. They should go to prison. So at the end of the day, this whole thing is going to be a mess either way. So I don't think they went in there for... Murder. Yes, they did. Premeditated murder. No. Yes. They went in there thinking that the wife or spouse was in danger because that's what the call told them. They went in there to save a they life. They went in there like they went to every other call hoping that this would be the one. No. Where they, they went there to save a life. that this would be the one that would look innocent enough as if it were self-defense that they could murder and get away with it. But that. it really didn't look exactly. Exactly. So now, the now, camera, so now they know caught. They would have known better than to have kept the camera and lost it. The no, 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 they is... wouldn't have known better because, listen, just because they're police doesn't mean they aren't criminals. In fact, it's more to the opposite. And just like criminals will still break into a place knowing full well that it's got security cameras everywhere, police still can't break their bad habits. So before the body cams, everybody was saying police are, are hitting us, they're, they're robbing us, they're killing us. So they, they put on the body cams. And now what are we seeing? They're robbing us, they're stealing from us, they're hitting us, they're killing us, and, and they, they still wear the camera. They don't care. That criminals just do what criminals do. I disagree. Like, honestly. <laughs> I can't even at this point. Like, this, in this case, it, it seriously isn't that bad. This isn't a situation where... Not that bad! No, He's dead no, with 10 bullet holes. This isn't a situation where we can say, you know, the police had the gun on him, and he says, I am a legal concealed owner. They say, okay, let me get your license. He says, I'm reaching for my license, and they shoot him anyway. Listen, that's a perfect that's, example. Those are the other times the, that they tried to the, murder people. That, I can say, is a full no questions asked. That was a straight assassination. They wanted the, to kill someone. Yeah, there's, there's a million examples. Different. No, it's At the end different. of the day, it seems like the only time you're going to be like, oh, that was a good cop, is when they stand there and let the criminal shoot them. Then you're going to be like... Yeah, he did his job. But when that criminal turns around and shoots the wife in the house that they came there to protect, 
at that point you're going to be like, oh man, yeah, the, the cop took the bullet like he should have, but he didn't protect the wife. Why do we even have police officers? No, not at all. They can't win. Not at all. In they fact, can't win. In fact, the police will, will actually stand on my side of this argument, right? Because them failing to protect the woman in the process of doing their other duties is perfectly fine. Because remember, the cops have already argued, right? They've gone to court for this and everything. Yes. So they used to Supreme have Supreme Court. They used to have serve and protect on their vehicles. Turns out it was false advertising because they don't do either. So this was proven uh, several times over, right? One of the most famous ones was there were there were three women that were in some sort of uh, uh, what do you call those things? Townhouse, and uh, several men had broken into the townhouse. And while they were breaking in, the women called for for the police, saying that there's men breaking into their house. You know, please come and help. So between the, the phone call and when the police arrived, the men had already made their way in, closed the door, and, and started to bind the, the women and, and gag them and everything. So the police showed up, you know, they're just like, they knock on the door, and there's no answer, and then they ring the doorbell, bing, bong, and they wait a few minutes, and they don't see or hear anything, and the door is locked, you know, chicka, 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 doesn't open and knocking doesn't do anything, and 911 calling the, the women back, the, the phone doesn't answer, and so they're like, um, yeah, we don't, we don't really see anything here, so you know, that's it. So they, they, they called off the, the alarm, and they drove off, and for the next 24 hours, all three women were beaten and raped, and just left there all tied up, and eventually they were untied by somebody else who visited the, the townhouse. So then they sued, saying that they told the police they were being attacked, and the, the address and everything, and the police failed to do anything about it. They, they you know, just, just a little little doorknob lock prevented the, the police from, from saving their, 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 well, not their lives, but their innocence, let's say, right? So they sued and everything, and it turns out, lo and behold, now it comes out into the open, and the light of day gets to, to show the police for what they truly are. They have no duty to protect. So... They, they're just out there to do what they do. They do whatever they want. Whatever the government tells them to do or whatever they decide to do or whatever. They, they're just there to collect tax money, you know, in, no. in the form of tickets. No. Murder people. Not true. Harm you. They're imprison there, you. They're there to protect and serve themselves. The law. Now, unfortunately, well, if they come in after the fact, find these women, take their statement, find the rapists and bring them to justice, it's considered a success because the law was served, justice was served and the law and it was all protected. Well, justice, That's what they're... Justice may be, but, but you said to serve and protect, so no. They, the law. They don't serve and protect. Specifically the law. Not even the law because the police break the law like on a daily basis. Haven't you seen police flick on their lights for half a second just to cross a, a red light to go because to Dunkin' they're, Donuts? Because they're going... We don't know that it's Dunkin' Donuts. We do because they have the videos where they turn on the lights and the siren, they cross the street, and they immediately pull into Dunkin' Donuts, and then people kept the video on them to see, well, is it because they're responding to a call at Dunkin' Donuts? And then they come out with, the, you know, the half a jug of coffee and the big box of donuts. It's so that, ridiculous. Hey, that was probably them rescuing the, the, the donuts, yeah. <laughs> that could be it. That could be for what we're saying right now. They could have just apprehended a perp in there and their reward because of how appreciative and Dunkin' Donuts was they gave them donuts. Uh -huh. you know, and and yet, yet the perp wasn't in tow. You know, there was nobody... And, and, you Based know, on your logic, they might have just shot him and left and, him there. Look, look at the evolution of, of the police, right? The, the modern police that you see 
you're more afraid of them than you are the, the criminal around the corner. Be, because look, the, the cops are roided up, they're tattooed up, they, they talk to you like they're some common thug using all, all sorts of um, uh, weird slang language that, that regular people don't use. And they, they make their demands and they, they use foul tones of voice. That, that's not true. And they threaten you. I'm going to have to stop here. That's not true. I'm going to have to stop you on that. I mean, I guess it depends on the neighborhood that you live in Anyone. or the place that you're visiting. Because whenever I'm stopped by police, it's nothing like that. It's, it's some... A lot of times, it's females nowadays stopping me. But I only get stopped for traffic violations. So maybe they're just the ones on the well, highway. We'll, I can't speak to we'll them. We'll get to the female ones, right? Okay, because because they have their own set of issues. They do, but I don't usually... What I'm saying is, I don't usually see the ones that you're describing. Also, I think maybe you're in a, a pretty dangerous neighborhood that, that needs a, a different set of police officers. You don't even need to be in a neighborhood. You know, it's called the internet, right? You can see police from any neighborhood. Yes, but if you're they're showing on, me... Because they're on TV for having just murdered people. But if you're showing me the police officers in Detroit, you know, maybe they have to be all bulky and ready to take on what's coming at them in Detroit. I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. This is you what got, I'm saying. You gotta be super, or Chicago. You got to be super, super bulky to pull that trigger, that five-pound trigger. Who knows, man? Who knows what that guy is going to be hopped up on, and he'll take five or six bullets and still charge Well, let me tell you, you could be you running it up yourself, but that's not going to help you against the, PCP. The, you know what? Maybe you also need to be on PCP to make a whole battle out of it. Who knows? Even better. Maybe. So now we have PCP roided up I, cops. I it. hope not. But ultimately, what, what I'm saying to you is they're, they're built to handle the situation at them. In my situation, I haven't ever seen any of those they're police built in my interaction. to help them murder you. I haven't seen any of that in my interaction. That's what I'm saying. That's why you're still alive. In this case... The moment you see me, it, you're going to be dead. But that's the problem. All the interactions I've had with police and I've had interactions with them, they haven't killed me. So, I mean, I just... Honestly, During your my neighbor, my neighbor hasn't called and told the cops that I'm beating the hell out of my wife, though. So, hey, that's uh, so why I said maybe it's the neighbor that should be blamed for During that. During your interactions, were there witnesses around you? No. No? So you were alone... With one of these roided up murderers. No, as I said, I've never had to see any, I've never seen any that, of the roided ones. So that's what I'm saying. That's why you're still alive. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying to you is that this one in that neighborhood, a matter of fact, the, the two in the video weren't roided up at all. These were just two average looking police officers in that video. That's fine. So not, that's, that's my point. Not every And they're the ones killing him. Not so. every officer likes killing with their bare hands. So the ones that you ran into just happened to prefer killing and, guns. And the, exactly, the one that killed the victim here, but they weren't roided up or anything. They used guns. And in my case, I didn't get killed. And they were just regular officers. It's, I mean, just, it's just, just different flavors of exactly, the same murder. Exactly, different flavors. But I left it alive, so they're not all murderers. That's my point. My point is you have to look at it on a case-by-case basis. In this case, it should, nev it should never have happened. It just Both meant parties could have handled it better. It, it just, I mean, it just a police officer could have stood at the door to show himself and identify himself as a police officer. And if you say he didn't, or they said he did, and then at the end of the day, the victim could have asked for the badge and then based on the badge, drawn the conclusion that, hey, it is police officers, put the gun down, go with his hand up, he'd be alive right now. It just means that during your interaction with, with the police, that they didn't feel comfortable enough to murder you right then and there. Either they saw a camera or they heard somebody, you know, in the other room or anything like that. Now, as far as these other Good. cops and the things that you're saying that they should have done in order to, to make it less of a lethal situation, 
Yeah. They're not going to do that because they want it to be a legal situation. But that's that's my point. Here's the thing. At that at that point, that's why you're right on what you said. I got cameras for days. I'm not going to trust their cameras. And then I've got my cameras backed up in the cloud and put on the internet. So end of the day, that's good. I take necessary precautions because you know what? I think that, you know, you've made me paranoid enough that I think they may want to kill me. So I'm going to make sure everybody sees it. So sure, maybe the victim could have done that too. But at the end of the day, in this exact situation, both parties, I'm not saying that the officers are without fault. I do think that they should go to a court and at least have to plead their case at the end of the day. They do deserve an advocate, and I do think ultimately that there is a case here to be made that they were in fear for their life because the victim came out with a gun. And I'm not thinking the victim is a criminal. I don't think he was a criminal at all. Of course, it's just, already been shown. Exactly. He was not a criminal. He was an upstanding citizen. Ultimately, what it was just a bad situation. It was an assassination. It was four in the morning. He came out with a firearm. The fear for their lives and it opened fire. I mean, it's, it's messed up. Well, listen. But it happened. Listen, the, the police, there's so many of them. They're such a huge threat. They're, they're, they're completely criminalized that I don't even depend on a camera system or anything like that. I operate with a dead man switch. If I die, whoever killed me dies too. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?